The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, recently. we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your Are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy time. And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else send me a miss to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. <clears throat> I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. But if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you'd like to... Uh, watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down right side of the page. And uh, click on that. Blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then click on the icon for the platform that we're streaming off of there. And join us in the chat. Lots of friends in there this morning. Thank you for your support. And I mean, every day you guys are in there. We really appreciate your support very much. And we're also streaming on um, BeforeIt'sNews.com. Top of the page there. Rumble. 
Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. We're on Roku at Cutting Edge TV, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, and also Twitch at Setting Brushfire. So any of those outlets, you know, subscribe to them all. Uh, that way <laughs> something goes down. But usually, if something goes down, we always have a way of, of getting it over on uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page. Right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from yesterday. That'll be up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, and then he'll be live. And then, oh, yes, and I just, so you've got a heads up, um, I got the Saturday show, two hours. Boy, pray for me. That's, uh, the Saturdays I'm always behind, um, but Bradley ha- is going to be doing that event there in Minnesota, and so I'll be doing that, so, yeah, pray. <laughs> pray. I mean, there's always stuff to talk about, but I, I want something that, uh, that, you know, is useful to the people. So, um, yeah, be praying for me on Saturday. Uh, if right above where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter on sonslibertymedia.com, uh, be sure to do that and you get all the articles we put out that day. And then you can also get the morning show archive in there as well. Finally, if you'd like to support us, we never ask you for money, but we tell you there's people who want to support us. They agree with our message. So um, there's, a, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or two, if you, know, you want to be a monthly partner, then you can be a son or daughter of liberty. That's you know Just click on that, set that up the way you want to do it, and there's some goodies in there for you too. So uh, be sure and check that out. And then the store is available as well. So in the store this week, we're highlighting the You Can Run Winter Cap Toboggan. It's a toboggan. <laughs> you couldn't hear me say it because from when I was a little kid, this is what they are, toboggan. So you guys down south, it's toboggan. You guys up north, winter caps, okay? $10. Uh, they will keep your head warm. Seriously, you don't want to wear these things inside. You want to wear them out where it's cold because it's going to make you sweat. Um, $10 and this week only through Saturday at midnight, use the promo code winter 2021, all one word winter 2021, and you'll get 25% off of that, uh, cap. So get as many as you want. Maybe you want to get some for some gifts. I don't know, but, uh, that's a, that's a great way to do it. Um, a couple of things. I'm going to bring these stories up just in case you have not picked up on these. These were some that are, that are out at sonslibertymedia.com. I'll bring these up before we bring Lynn on. This guy, a Florida congressional candidate who is a sodomite, Richard Rowe. He didn't care about anti-vaxxers. I don't give a crap about them is what he said. And he took his Pfizer shot like a good little sheep. He's dead seven weeks after getting that second shot. And he's not an old guy at all. Um, yeah. That's not working out very good for Richard. Here's another one. You know that guy? I, I, I think I played him on a show the other week. The guy, the CEO from Pfizer, Albert Barla, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's a criminal because he knows and the people up and even some of the people low know exactly what these shots are doing. And here's what he had the audacity to say. People who spread quote-unquote misinformation on COVID shots are quote-unquote criminals. No, sir, you are the criminal. You're the criminal. What he's not telling you is the people who have been killed for this by this, who have been injured by the by these shots. In fact, his company's shot leads all the others almost by almost by three times that in deaths, according to the CDC VAERS report. The Pfizer shot does. 
So don't tell me who's the criminal. This guy is one of them. His day's coming too. Okay? And then we got this story. Mass resistance to unconstitutional mandate, that's the, that's the shot, grows as 20 state, 27 states sue and start to win over forced jabs. Now, you know, this is WWE, so as it goes up, you watch. I'm telling you, this thing gets to the Supreme Court. All those guys that you were thrilled that Donald Trump put in there, watch them. Just watch them. I'm telling you. Watch them turn on you. Watch them turn on you. And side with the illegitimate guy in the White House. Just watch. One more. An internal report is showing that more than half... Uh, I don't know what's up with this computer. It wants to shoot past real quick. Half of Border Patrol agents are refusing the experimental shot. They have until November 22nd to get it. They may be fired if they're not. This is setting up a great opportunity for militia to make the argument for the constitutional militia. Now, I don't agree with forcing these guys, Border Patrol, to get the shot, so don't get me wrong. This makes a great opportunity to make the argument for the Constitutional Militia. They're the ones who repel invasions, right? Isn't that right? Yep, they are. And I got to tell you, the majority of Border Patrol, I mean, they're not, they're not repelling an invasion that's coming across our southern border or our northern border. Neither one. They're bringing them in and they're caring for them and giving their babies diapers and milk and, you know, they're putting them up in hotels on our dime. And that's a, that's a really, that's a really, really big problem, if you ask me. Okay, so those are out of the way. Now we've got Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, I've got with us the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. And uh, Lynn, good morning. Well, good morning. Yeah, good to see you, and uh, hopefully we're not going to have any trouble today. <laughs> My, this uh, Going back to this, the, the older computer that I had, boy, I can see it's really taxing on the CPU every day, but we're getting through it. You know, the Lord provides in that, and we're, we're grateful for that. Um, while the other one is supposed to arrive today for maintenance, restructuring, whatever's got to be done to that thing, and hopefully they have the parts. Otherwise, I'm looking at six weeks doing this. So, uh, yeah, okay. I, I hope they Everything in order. <laughs> what do you got for us today? Because we're going to revisit something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, except we're going to give it real, real local uh, down in your neck of the woods over there in uh, Communist mm-hmm. North Carolina. Right. Absolutely. But let me preface before we get into what's happening here in North Carolina, that as always, what happens in one state with federally led education happens in all the other states. What we're finding, though, is that North Carolina, one more time, is being kind of like, I'll go first, I'll do it, uh, state. Um, I have in the archives for today, you're going to see evidence from um I think it is Kansas. You're going to see uh, evidence from Rhode Island. You're going to see uh, some other places as well. So this is why I say not just North Carolina specific, but if it hasn't hit your state yet, it it actually will. And what we've got, if you'll remember, a few weeks ago, we did a show on Operation Polaris. um, And... um, It was all about how, because of COVID, so many students here in North Carolina were at such a disadvantage for being able to learn. And so it was our state superintendent who got the wild idea that, oh, yes, if we put this operation 
into place, everybody will somehow be able to magically get where they need to get so that we can get them graduated, so that we can get them out there faster, so that they can uh, start earning uh, a paycheck and help our economy grow. Well, uh, nothing better than the economy, right? I mean, that. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. I, I don't know <laughs> now, if anybody else, had, you know, I've said this over and over and over again, mm-hmm. but if, if that's your starting point for fixing things, you are yeah. a Marxist at your foundation. Well, here's the thing. It uses the uh, latest COVID funding for emergency relief, and it goes back and, you know, as we have pointed out on shows before this, it's using all that uh, taxpayer dollar uh, without our consent to do these sorts of things. But what uh, she's done now, and there's a press release that where she's announcing that, okay, because of all this, based on this operation that uh, we've got started, we've now got a new portrait for what a student graduate from North Carolina is going to look like. Now, I could not find an image because I really wanted to see this image uh, because it says, you know, it's a portrait, but it's all in in language and in, in documentation. Um, and that is that very first resource that I sent Tim. Um, and she said, yes, this is how we're going to develop what our students look like. And here's the thing. When you look at her portrait, it's the same old garbage. It's the same of let's hurry up to get them to learn to earn so we can churn them out. And I give you in uh, what's going to be part of the archive articles as well, the different names that North Carolina has been using since Common Core rolled out to kind of soften the blow of what what we want our students to look like. So in other words, what's happening is her new her new strategy is nothing more than a recycled, worn out uh, communistic plan to let's get everybody skill-based. Um, it's gone from NC, uh, let's see, it's gone from NC Works. It's gone through students at work. It's gone through college and career readiness. It's gone through career tech education, which we know is still very much alive and is very much tied not only to the Common Core machine, but it's also tied to the United Nations. Now, the image that you have up there is the prosperity zones. And these are the zones in North Carolina. Other states will call them opportunity zones. And supposedly, this is why we need to gear up education to fit the economy, because there are going to be these pockets throughout North Carolina and throughout your state where not everybody has the same income. Not everybody has the same job. Not everybody has the same house. This is all supposed to help all that become a cookie cutter state, a cookie cutter neighborhood. And part of the plan is to make, um, you know, how back in Every Student Succeeds Act, Tim, and we've brought this up before, how I've said that, you know, it needs to have a mandate for education to be regionalized. Well, this particular uh, plan that uh, Catherine Truett, our state superintendent, has put out has already helped create what's known as comprehensive, innovative high schools that if you take that prosperity, uh, that uh, prosper zone map you just had, and if you were to overlay where all the locations of these new comprehensive, innovative high schools are, they're going to be almost like this. They're going to be overlapping, if you can't see my hands. Um, And we even have state legislation to back up 
creating comprehensive, innovative high schools. Well, that's that's all nice, fine, well, and dandy. But uh, mm-hmm. the, the the issue is is that it's completely illegal. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. time and time again. The Tenth Amendment right. says whatever we didn't authorize the feds to do, they have no mm-hmm. business writing law about. They have no business funding it. They have no business giving guidance on it or any of that stuff. It's none of their business. And the states should know this, too, <clears throat> from the representatives we have to the senators to the governor, to the local level, those all, mm-hmm. all those guys stand up there. And, you know, I got I to gotta tell you, I'm really against the whole oath thing. You know, Jesus warns about that. And he says, let your yes be yes and your no, no. Anything more than that is from the evil one. I want you to understand that, folks. Anything more than that is from Satan himself. Let your yes be yes and your no, no. And they take an oath before God and man to uphold a particular you know, set of standards put in the U.S. Constitution, and they don't do it. They just ignore that. In fact, they probably don't even know it. And uh, so they're doing all of this. You're talking about the overlapping. Well, that's not uncommon for uh, governments to right. do, stick two or three things, and they're they're paying for it two and three times more than they should be, uh, not that they should be paying for it anyway. So I'm not right. surprised that they're doing any of that. Right. Well, let me point out the uh, legislation for the um, – collaborative, innovative schools is from a state level. However, it's using those funds that were sent to the state treasury by the federal government. So this is, this is again, when we say, okay, yeah, the feds send a, a small portion of taxpayer funding to the states to uh, pay for these um, top-down programs, but they justify it by saying, okay, once it hits the state treasury, it's no longer federal funds, it's now state funding. And as such, we're not violating the 10th Amendment. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, these these criminals are like little devils. You know, when, when Jesus went into the wilderness, what, what did the mm-hmm. devil do? Did he, did he cite scripture <laughs> to him? Yeah, he cited it. He left out key parts or he twisted it to make it fit whatever he was going to tempt Jesus with. These people are the same thing. They're the same thing. They, they manipulate around as though the Tenth Amendment doesn't say what it says and then says, oh, so we're not violating the Constitution. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know how. I, I just, it's, uh, I don't have words oh. for it. The, 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 the criminality and the deceitfulness right. of what they're doing. Right. I understand. Okay. They're going to cover their backside yep. by saying, oh, we're not violating the 10th Amendment, but they're in total violation of the U.S., uh, the 20 U.S. Code, Section 1232A, that we've gone over right. so many times before about there should be no federal anything over education, the resources, the curriculum. And what we're seeing is this is continually just thrown out. And, oh, we don't need to worry about that. We're not violating anything because, after all, it's your state funding. No, it's not. Um, That's right. And I want to I want to point out that. Um, oh, goodness. Let's see here. In the uh, coming days, I think it's towards the end of the month, there's going to be a uh, statewide gathering in Raleigh for a conference that's all about aiming for your school. And it's really interesting because what you're going to see when you go to that particular conference website and you look at the schedule, you're going to see it's like a three-day conference. There are going to be entire sections where it's 
breakout session time for how to increase the collaborative, cooperative, innovative high schools, to increase how Operation Polaris is pulled out, to increase what this new student uh, graduate profile is supposed to look like. Okay. All right. And what's it it going to look like? Well, it's (laughs) going to be what I said in the email, little workforce prep factories. So basically, let, let's see, because I was thinking through this as I was looking through the resources here. Basically, they want to make, you know, and guys, I don't have the music. Okay, it, the different computer, it's on there. I didn't, I just said, no, I'm not doing that. It's going to be a short-term thing. I don't even have the button for Lynn here. I've got to click on it with my cursor. So, but it's basically trying to make Pink Floyd's The Wall a reality. Is that not right? Is that yeah. what they're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you can play the music in your head. We all know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but it, but that but that is the issue, and and I think that there's you know I remember hearing that story that came from came from that song, and it was all about communism. That's what that's mm-hmm. what was being sung yeah, about, absolutely. and 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 it's taking the the kids who are all individually made in the image of God, but they all are are fast are fashioned in such a way that they're distinct. The Creator knows them by name. He knows the hairs on their head. All of these kinds of things, and you see this transformation as they go through this indoctrination system which is you know mm-hmm. has the fraud of education on it and they all come out looking the same they have those little masks they look the same as a right. cookie cutter wall, wall kind of thing that's what they're trying to do to our kids today oh yeah and here's the thing i was um speaking yesterday at a, a luncheon and one of the people who was attending homeschool mom and she's like you know i've protected her all the way through and now she's going to go out and uh, either work or go to community college and i'm like well this is this is part of where the every student succeeds at will come in for the homeschools and we've talked about this before because here especially in north carolina and i know this to be a fact because i've researched the national foundation that uh takes care of all the community colleges across the nation. Every one of them has sold out to the Common Core machine. So if you didn't get it in K through 12, the minute you hit that community college, that public university, or what we're finding now is even that job, they're going to find ways to get you hooked into this system so that if you weren't already conformed, you will be by the time you're done. And what we're seeing happen in the name of COVID, Tim, is that there are legislative pieces out there, both state and federal, where they're encouraging employers to now come in and be sort of that part of that nanny state about, well, you know, uh, if you didn't get the education and you didn't get the skills here, we'll pay for it and you can get your education and then you can come work for me. That's indentured servitude. Well, of course it is. It, it's not even just that. I mean, we got it with our um, with a number of things that this is one of the arguments I had about the draft of just pulling people into mm-hmm. that th- that kind of thing, too. That is a form of slavery if you don't yeah. have any freedom to say no to that. Uh, so right. you're exactly right. Now they're trying to make it, you know, normalized across the board and make it look like it's more, oh, you know, you're making this choice where you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And then you can then you can be my slave. And nobody wants to nobody wants to think that they're a slave. But the fact of the matter is the Bible's very clear. We're either a mm-hmm. slave to sin or we're a slave to righteousness. So, guys, even though we are free in Christ, we're still a slave to righteousness. It's just who's going to be our master. That's the question that we're really that we're really at here. Is it going to be the Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ, or is it going to be 
Are we going to submit ourselves to the flesh, sin, and the devil? That's the real question here. I don't know if you're able to, but um, if you could pull up the map that says related and part of the new graduate portrait are the collaborative regional high schools. I wanted folks to see just yeah. how how populated the state is already with these. Because when I first read the press release, I'm thinking, well, this is just getting started. No, this obviously has been in place for a while because there are a vast number of these collective schools across the state. And again, like I said, this is not just in uh, North Carolina. Uh, A previous article I did showed this sort of thing happening in Kansas and what they were doing there in Kansas, Tim, was they were making sure that the high schools were close to where the jobs were. So in other words, it it would force uh, if you it would force you to move to a place where there was going to be work, uh, excuse me, education that was streamlined to work. This is going to be doing the same thing. Look how many, and if you can't see this because you're you're not able to see the screen, this will be in the resources for you. But you've got little red dots that are all over the state, and you've got, if you'll see, the black lines are those prosperity zones that we had on the other map as well. Okay. All right. Now, d- tell us something. There's a lot mm-hmm. of these. Okay. Can you explain the difference? And for people who are listening by radio. Yes, there is. The state of North Carolina is divided up into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different areas. And Mm -hmm. they've got these red dots that you're talking about, which is the number of CIH schools in the LEA. So that's the Mm -hmm. Cooperative Innovative High Schools in the LEA. LEA. What's the LEA? LEA is Local Education Agency. That could be a school or it could be anything that could be connected to a school being used in the name of education. Okay. All right. But we've, and we've got all these, uh, these green, these Northeast regional schools in the, mm-hmm. well, in the green. Now, the question then is what's going mm-hmm. on with the, uh, the rebellious ones who are, who are the counties who are in white? You know, they haven't been uh, pulled in just yet. Do they have um, these schools in place, though, the particular ones that are, are here? If they don't, they will, because okay. Catherine Truitt and her her group of lackeys are pulling off some of the same garbage that um, we've seen uh, rubber stamped by former Governor Bev Perdue, former Governor uh, Pat McCrory, present Governor Roy Cooper. So again, Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. They are so in on this. Dr. June Atkinson, former uh, public, uh, excuse me, state superintendent. Mark Johnson, former public uh, uh, superintendent carried out this same kind of stuff. So this has been, like I said, this has been being trotted out for years. It's just every once in a while they'll come up and they, oh, well, we're just going to dust it off and give it a new name. And we're going to sprinkle a little bit of um, more incentive or, or, or money onto it so that the if your county's not already into this, we're going to make them get into this. Okay. Now, we've, we've talked about this before, Lynn, but uh, Patricia mm-hmm. has a question. What about the private schools in these counties? Oh, you know what? Excellent question. I did not look specifically at each of the high schools, but what we're seeing is it's not going to matter whether it's public or private. Why do we know this? Because in the Every Student student Succeeds Act, (laughs) what did it say? All education must be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness 
uh, standards as laid out in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, which by default pulled in the Higher Education Act. So again, as we've said, it doesn't matter if it's public school or private school. They will get in on this because what's going to happen, and it's probably going to be like a domino effect, um, is that, oh, wait a minute, we see that high school over there is doing A, B, C, and D, and we're not doing A, B, C, and D, and we, oh, we've got to, or our kids are going to not be able to compete in the global economy, or they're going to get left behind. Do you hear the buzz phrases that we've heard for so many years? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let me me remind people just a little bit about our our history on this, you know, no student left behind, And, and it sounds great. It sounds like they care about the students because they don't want anybody to get... I mean, nobody wants students to not succeed together, to, to move together. And, and the vast majority, when, when you look in schools, they, they go together, they graduate together, blah, blah. And, and we've seen for, I don't know, decades now, this dumbing down of the students to the fact that, you know, you've got to add all these curves in. I mean, you know, our forefathers didn't didn't know anything about these curves, curving the grade. Oh, you got a 65? Well, we're just going to bump it up to 70 so you can graduate or something like that, okay? And just for the record, I'm going to tell people, um, <clears throat> I did not graduate with my class. I had to go through summer school. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't play the game of saying I've been highly educated. I went to college, uh, to some college and stuff like that. But the, But the point is that I'm trying to make is, they're trying to make everybody look the same. This is, again, going back to the brick and the wall kind of thing. <clears throat> and one of the issues, though, is instead of doing that, they, they should, when we look back in our history, and I've made mention of R.L. Dabney before in that book on secular education, whatever you think of R.L. Dabney, what he wrote was right on, okay? It was right on. And he could, he could see down the line the progression of what would happen if education was pushed on the southern states by the northern states. And he pointed out that they had a higher, even though they were, quote-unquote, more educated, they had a higher population in the prison system, okay? They had more criminals. And his, his idea was, look, if you, if you force somebody who doesn't want to go in there and learn to read, write, and do math, it, they're, you're, you're wasting their time, you're putting them through that, you're doing all this stuff, and then at the end of the day, they're going to come out and they're either going to commit crimes or they're going to keep doing the job that they're doing, that, that they want to do. So what his reference was is those who want to work, let them work. Those who want to be educated, let them be educated. A lot of our founding fathers, a lot of the early presidents and such, a lot of them were educated themselves. They, they, they educated themselves. Now, love him or hate him, the tyrant Abraham Lincoln, and you can tell what I think about him, the guy educated himself. Uh, he really did, and a lot of them did that kind of thing. So, and that society worked just fine that way. But somehow, we think that controlling this land from either mm-hmm. a state, which I think is unbiblical, uh, and I know they it got forced into our constitutions because of the war of northern aggression, uh, it pushed in there, and that's what Dabney was warning about. Or whether it's at the federal level, which is unconstitutional completely. Uh, it, they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing with the goal of accomplishing something they're never going to accomplish. And we see the results. How, how many decades have we seen that Charlotte uh, Isserby pointed out, you know, the dumbing mm-hmm. down of America? How many decades have we seen that since Reagan, since he, yep. since he signed that, that, that thing, you know, that was pushing the Soviet-style education? How many decades have we seen that? And we've seen the decline. I mean, we used to be like number one in – you know, how smart our, our kids were and how intelligent they were. 
now where are we at? We're we're way down. I think we're out of the top dozen or something. I, I don't know exactly what the what the thing is there. You know, I I understand people want us to be number one, but here's the thing that I've always focused on. I could care less where our nation stacks up against the rest of the countries out there because Amen. that shows us we're more concerned about what's going on somewhere else than we are what's in our own backyard. Now, I wanted to point out, you know, we've been talking about how many decades, okay? And I said there was um, in the, the archives, you're going to see some previous articles. Here's one from 2015, where I tell you about the um, the conference that was out in Kansas. It's here, and it, this is what it says. Leaders to learn from 2015 is your one chance to join more than 150 of the most influential education leaders from across America to gather in one room and celebrate under outstanding leaders in K-12 education. It goes on to tell you that it's going to uh, show you how to have practical solutions for all the challenges that your district faces. Now, let me scroll down just a little bit because the one leader who was in this particular conference had three different points. And I want you to hear how this blends into what's happening here in North Carolina and the other states in 2021. First point, real world relevance. Many comprehensive high schools, which is what these collaborative, innovative high schools are, understand the new three R's, which is rigor in relationships and relevance. Those are the new three R's, okay? These are the most difficult to implement. So we must involve business and industry partners to provide the relevance. Number two, expertise, not money. Instead of approaching partners to ask for money, ask them to share their expertise and human capital. The business community is eagerly waiting for school districts to approach them. And number three, high expectations. Don't underestimate your students. You can expect them to consistently exceed the expectation of your school district's business partners. Yeah, let me add to that. The three, those three new R's are really mm-hmm. under the one big C, which is control. I mean, you're going yeah. from teaching people to. I I really hate. I don't. I don't like the term self sufficient because it implies that we're doing all this stuff on our own, and uh, we re- we have to recognize that our Creator is giving us the ability to do the things we are. Right. But, but everybody, I hope you understand when I say self sufficient, I mean that we're dependent upon the Creator to do things for ourselves. When when we teach kids reading, writing, and arithmetic, we teach them how, education is to teach them how to how to teach themselves or to learn. I mean, that's really what it is. When you you know some of some of the younger people coming up nowadays, I don't even know if they go to the library and learn the Dewey Decimal System. And so, you guys remember that stuff. And you learned the Dewey Decimal System so you could what? Go find any book you wanted to find because if you were looking up a title or a subject where you go through there and you go through the cards and the big you know they had. It was like Rolodex things that you pulled, you know, desk that you pulled out. I don't even see that anymore. You go into a computer. So you do that now, or you did that back then, and then you would find out where it is, and then you'd have to go find the shelf that it's on, and then you could get the book, and then you could learn, you know, you could read and learn and draw your own conclusions from what you had. That was education. That was learning. Now it's wanting to tie you to relationships. So, hey, if if you've got, uh, you know, some friends in your, your group of 
kids that you're you're hanging out with and stuff, and all of a sudden they start gravitating towards something that's not good in their thought process process or whatever. Well, what does that do to your relationship? You're saying some of these things here, Lynn, and I can just see the manipulation that goes on naturally, not not mm-hmm. even with the hand of government, just putting it in there naturally that occurs with men with people who don't have the uh, understanding to take stands that they need to be taking, you know, and obviously this is coming on young, young children. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want us to, um, if we can show the audience, it's the first, uh, article that is under related and for the show, this is from business insider. Now we're seeing a lot of people use the buzz phrase or the buzzword innovation. That's what, uh, Catherine Tripp's whole new plan is. Now this one will tell you, these are some of the most innovative high schools from across the nation. Now, what I've noticed is that educrats want to use innovation because it's a buzzword to cause you to think that, oh, it's all about computers and technology. But Tim, if you scroll through this list, if you scroll through this article, you will see that the innovation has nothing to do with computers or tech, but ideology. I'm not surprised by that. Well, if you if you want to scroll down and see some of the um, ideologies that are being said, oh, this is the best thing that's going on. I don't know if you can see some of them or not. Uh, how far are we looking down? Oh, I'm trying to remember which one, but if you can't find it, it's okay. There's social and emotional. Oh, here's one. There. The school that wants to stop bullying. Well, I have a question. Is there okay. any school that wants bullying? I mean, even when I was a kid... We didn't use the term bullying, but, you know, when when I was a kid out on the playground, uh, if you got in a fight, you got in a fight. And usually that that cleared it up right then and there. And you you usually had a respect for one. If somebody was a bully and they came around, the person wouldn't fight them. They would continue to be a bully until somebody beat the crap out of them. I mean, I'm sorry. That's that's just the way it is. And then all of a sudden that brought them down to everybody else's level. And usually they ended up being friends with everybody else. But it took somebody um, to, to knock them down an inch. This one mm-hmm. here out of Milwaukee, the school that wants to stop bullying. I, again, is there but any school that does it? Look who funded it. Look who funded it. The Gates Foundation. Yay. Yep. And then, 2005. And then, and, yeah. And, and, and read the rest. Of, read, the, read that one little paragraph, please. <clears throat> yeah. Grant from the Gates Foundation 2005 kickstarted this middle and high school fu- founded on an anti-bullying philosophy the the school was founded on an anti-bullying philosophy not on not on education on a manipulation of and and it's specific with a quarter of the kids having disabilities half identifying as lgbt and 75 percent coming from low-income families the charter school thrives charter school guys Mm -hmm. thrives on open-mindedness and respect not on education but on all these little things that make you feel good that's what it's about. And that's what I was yep. talking about, about the control. If you're manipulated, look, if you're manipulated by how you feel, which is very easy to do for people, look at how, how people get ticked off, Lynn, if they're called, you know, a, a name that identifies a certain ideology they hold to. They lose their mind. Or in the case of LGBT, uh, you know, you say, well, wait a minute, the Bible says the, if a man lies with a man as he does a woman, both of them shall be put to death. A man shall not put on a woman's clothes, nor a woman to man's clothes. All of these kinds of things to to twist genders, you bring that in and you start doing it. All of a sudden you're ostracized in places like this instead of educated. And uh, uh, anyway. Well, okay. 
Here's one in New York, totally different. Think Global School. As a high school without walls, students spend each semester in a different country learning about local culture, studying natural science, and reading classic literature. Now, that doesn't sound so bad until you look at the fact that the STEM, the science, technology, engineering, and math, handles culture through STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, the arts, which includes culture, and math. So again, and um, think about how we've talked about stream that the, the Catholic churches really like, and that is science, technology, reading, writing, arithmetic, uh, engineering, the arts, and math. So any type of education that's done at a global level is going to have that global uh, part to it. All right. Then we have... Um, Another one, here's another innovative one. Closing the gap between men and women in high-ranking roles is New York City's Young Women's Leadership School. It's an all-female student body. (laughs) Gosh. Well, wait a minute. I thought they wanted to be inclusive. Where's the guys at? Well, here Are they trannies here? Is that what's going on? It instills in its all-female student body the knowledge that achievement can be gender-neutral. Hmm. Achievement. Yeah, I get. You know, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that as far as achieving things. I don't disagree with that. Right. But, but what, I, it's what, saying, what do they define achievement as? That's the real question here. Absolutely, and I'm. I'm going to say I don't argue that either because you know it shouldn't just be achievement is all in one place. But let's remember hmm. also we're not supposed to be the same in what we do. And how we look, we're not supposed to be the same because God loves variety. If we were all the same, we would be so dull and boring. So, you know, <laughs> some, will, some will achieve much. Some will not. Why? Because not everyone's going to have the same motivation. But these kinds of twists almost force everyone to have the same motivation, whether they really feel it or not. Yep. Yeah. All right, let me um, let me read you the new commandments. And I created Uh-oh. this uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, it's the, the image with the scrolls on it. OK, this is the modern education reform commandments. All right. Number one, education must be reformed in the name of conformity and bondage. Number two, technology is our God, for without it, no bondage or conformity is possible. Number three, education reform must offend and disrespect uh, everyone in some way. Number four, there will be no rest, only work. Education reform is 24-7, 365. All right. Uh, Number five, education is your parental force. Biological parents are useless. Number six, education academics is no longer alive. It was sacrificed for economic gain. Number seven, character and morals or ethics in academics has been laid upon the altar of education reform for mind control. Number eight, education reform exploits your privacy for economic gain. Number nine, education reform always lies about its true purpose. And number 10, education reform deeply covets your child as a workforce labor. You know, Lynn, uh, as you're reading this, uh, someone in the chat uh, had said that, you know, when we were talking about the bullying, 
that mm-hmm. uh, that students had apparently bullied their child until he hung himself at yeah. age 10. Yeah. At age mm-hmm. 10. You know, and my heart goes out to you um, in the chat mm-hmm. uh, for that. I, I, this, but, but this is some of what, I mean, that's just another avenue of why I, I encourage parents. Look, I dropped the link into the chat. You can start it for free. It doesn't even cost you anything to do it. You just have to make that decision. Educate your kids at home. You can protect them at home. You know what they're going to eat. You you know what they're going to learn. You can do it. You can do it. And there are so many moms and dads out there, whether you're single moms and dads or whether you are part of a family unit together, you can do it. You really can do it. And if there's churches out there, if there are pastors listening to me, and you're not teaching your your um, your congregants, your parishioners, Deuteronomy chapter 6 about them teaching their children— Having that done in the home, spending that time with them, you know, in, in interaction and letting them see how you live, not only just with the words of your mouth, but what you do. If you're not doing that, you're not following the commands of God. And you need to be teaching your people that. And if they can't do it, maybe they are a single mom or a single dad. You need to be coming alongside and helping them. And if you're in the church and you're part of that family and you see that going on, it's your responsibility first before it's the church is to help them do that because you are investing in the future. You really are. And, uh, and you know, this is how families used to do things. They really used to do things like this. And the only time they, they farmed out education was if, like, you have a little house on the prairie thing and you have one teacher who's accountable to all the parents and uh, they're teaching all kinds of grade levels in one classroom and it really is education. It's learning. It's learning how to learn. Not this, you know, emotional, social, what is that thing that you got? Social, emotional, learning social. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not this kind of manipulative kind of stuff. It's stuff that is that's supposed to be learning facts uh, so they can be useful in glorifying God with your life. Absolutely. But we have to remember the reason why there's been such an increase in social and emotional manipulation, both through the school system, our communities and our healthcare system and uh, uh, our businesses is because it's a it's a billion billions of dollars worth of of profit for these resource companies. And we've, we've done shows on that before. Yeah, well, this is all tied back to the to the fascism we've talked about uh, for some right. time now, and it happens under Democrat and Republican presidents, including oh, absolutely, I, yeah, including a- the absolutely. last one that everybody thinks is well, not everybody, but some people are still latched onto. Um, yeah. it, they're they're all pushing the same agenda, and it is fascist. I, I mean, I right. There's no right. way you can get around that. Well, let me point out to everyone uh, that. In 2018, I did an article on the North Carolina Lab School, and that's woven into this supposed new new profile for what we need our, our COVID grads to look like. The Lab School is basically a way to take your, your public university and get it in partnership with a K through 12 system. And I give you the example from Western North Carolina, where Western University, Western Carolina University was partnering with an elementary school to help everyone get a streamlined education. Well, honey, there's your your cradle to grave right there, or at least your cradle to, to higher education. So you've got that that'll be in the archives. You've also got the article where the uh Modern Education Commandments was founded. That was an article where I did 
Uh, I expose the relationship between Representative Craig Horn here from North Carolina and Tom Vander Ark. And Tom Vander Ark in the Common Core machine is a terrible person. The things he has done to education are absolutely horrible. But again, it was to back up all the, we're going to data mine you to death. We're going to streamline you to death and put you to work and you're going to like it. Um, so that's where you'll find that particular image. Uh, you're also going to find that um, the grasp of the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act was woven in into the Every Student Succeeds Act through things like community college, apprenticeships, which we know uh, have been pushed very, very hard in the past three or four administrations, but particularly the last one. But you are also going to see that it not only pushes for our uh, traditionally aged students, no matter their educational background, but this will also show for those who are 50 or older how this is coming after you as well. Uh, then you'll also get an article about the adult charter schools, which are on the rise. I give you my past article, and then there's going to be some information on how that's been updated as well. So if you ever thought that you would not be re-educated. Hello, we've talked about that before. Mark Tucker went to Estonia, transformed their education for cradle to grave. Their whole society is nothing about anything else other than cradle to grave. So if you're not working for the government or you're not being a productive member of society, you're not taken care of. He brought that system back to Maryland. And at this luncheon I was at yesterday, uh, one of the people was from Maryland, and they said, if you've not been to Maryland, don't go, because it is so far down the communist trail already. And we know why, because Tucker came back and used Maryland as his test state dummy for this system about cradle to grave being taken care of by your government, and this new portrait that Truett is is saying that she's come up with is part of the problem. So no longer the free state, eh? <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I, well, there, that's yeah, and the people are going to have to stand up against it. They're they're going to have to do what they're going to have to do, or get out of the state. And I, I know it is. I, I'm doing some reading on some other things. Is to drive is to drive everything into the ground, uh, because in the end, you're going to have the guys who are. You know, I hate to use the term elites, but they're the guys who have attained the power who are doing it so that they can maintain the power. And they continue Mm -hmm. to use the emergencies. They continue to use use the crises to remain in power and do what they want to do. Uh, Lynn, you've got one other thing here uh, that I wanted to bring up and I want to ask you about this. This was another thing that you that you shared with in the email. Do you want to speak to this issue, too? Give me just a second to pull that back up. I do apologize. That's okay. <laughs> okay. I'm working on almost no battery. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me just a second. We will get to that. Okay. This is going to be in the archives as well. This is from my article where we went over the sentiment, the, um, oh goodness, the, the manipulation of the language where competency ha- has been concerned here. And it tells you here, it's important to consider that terms may be used differently in different countries. One example of this is the German term K-O-M-P-E-T-E-N-Z, 
which is currently in wide use and carries a different meaning from the word competence in England or Australia. For example, it tells you, you know, some sort of, uh, I guess it's a statute or something. It goes on to tell you the German term for um, B-I-L-D-U-N-G is training or education. It's merely paraphrased in the English language. Differences in meaning even exist across variants of a common language, such as the key term German for B-E-R-U-F, which is vocation or occupation, which is used differently in the context of the Swiss vocational training system. All right, so this tells you right here, the German version of competency is not simply about did I master a skill or did I learn something? It has more to do with legal terms, authority, and control. It is used in three different grammar forms, an adjective, a verb, and a noun. And in each jurisdiction is always the second meaning behind the expertise. Now in English, competency does not mean equal or expert. And if you look at the Latin version of C-O-M-P-E-N-T-E-T-I-A, you'll find that the word means to clash. So are you seeing that English has watered down the meaning and and been used when applied to education? So, yes, that will absolutely play into this as well, especially with those collaborative high schools that we're seeing pop up across the state or the regional high schools that we're seeing already in existence across the nation. Lynn, do you got something? We got about a minute and a half here. Do you got something coming up here uh, in in the near days ahead uh, that you're going to be speaking at or doing something at? Uh, No, I don't. But I do know that yesterday uh, there was such a good response that those doors will hopefully open up because people were like, really, okay, we need to have more people having conversations about what's going on with our infrastructure. Because as we know, we've done several shows on that, that education was woven in over 230 times. So yeah, um, I'm hoping that those meetings will uh, pop up. Um, I do know that um, God will open those doors and we'll get things done. Uh, If you want to help offset the travel costs, though, that would be lovely. I have a donate button on my website, commoncordiva.com, where you can safely and securely um, contribute. And if not, prayer support, you know, because, yeah, we've got to get the message out as We've been saying for years, Tim, we have to get the message out. If you want to follow my blog, it's commoncordiva.com. You can find me on Twitter and MeWe. You can find me on localactivist.org, which I would encourage you. If you've not looked into the Citizens for Free Speech, you really should, because that's one of the things that's at risk with all this globalism, all this regionalism, is that our our free speech is going to be sacrificed on that altar. It, it, it absolutely is. Guys, also want to let you know, Paige and Corey, we had on the other week, hit by a state trooper going over 100 miles an hour. They arrested her husband for speaking up for her in court. And we're going to get you an update on that, see what comes out. Don't miss Bradley at 3. We'll see you at 6 a.m. Lord willing. Adios. Adios.